0: why can't i have more amber you decided to go out and diet yeah not me and it's working i'm just gonna keep being fat for a few weeks for a few weeks <laughs> 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 just a few more weeks and then maybe i will won't be fat anymore. maybe i'll
1: just lose it all like magically <laughs> by accident
0: Oh wait, podcast? Podcasts? This is a podcast. We're a podcast. We do podcasty things. And welcome to it. The Marble Forest. <laughs> the podcast of things. Of uh, stuff. And things. Yep. I'm Jesse. I'm definitely Amber. Yep, and we're here. I feel. I don't think we've
1: recorded in like a month. <laughs> no, we really haven't. Theo's here too though.
0: Yep, Theo's here. He's being a
1: good boy though. Well, we didn't record because I went out of town.
0: And we had a couple episodes recorded.
1: Yeah. I went out of town. I went to Kansas to see family. Pretty fun. Pretty fun trip.
0: Yeah. 12 hours in the car. Yeah. I might be going to Nebraska. Ooh. Fun. In the car? Yeah. (laughs) Because a flight to Nebraska is like $360. Okay. Theo's just chewing on our new table. Thanks, Theo. Yeah. I love our new table. I love our new table. It's so long and loud. If you... Yeah, well, we're not
1: aiming to knock on the table.
0: Well, we never are, but we used <laughs> to have a really <laughs> shitty, one of those plastic tables that like, you put a buffet on at a family gathering. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Or like the small children. Yeah. You like, the small... make them sit there by oh, themselves. Yeah, the kids'
0: table. Yeah. Yeah. And we...
1: now we've adulted. We've upgraded. We can sit two people on each side now oh lordy so Lou insane. it's also super long and kind of weird that you're now kind of diagonal
0: from me um also like if there are two people on this side somebody's definitely blocked in for the rest of their lives for the rest of their lives they are never leaving yeah so we did we got we got a shout out via in on another podcast that I'm listening to yeah yeah so we got a shout out from the spellcast podcast which I've been listening to a lot of. and I, I did download it. I just am trying to currently
1: finish catching up on one other podcast. So I haven't listened to as much. I've listened to a little bit.
0: Yeah. And so I, it's very informative. I listened to their two episodes on tarot cards. And then apparently right now, well, Monday, you know, May 1st, not Monday, May 1st is Beltane or was Beltane? Okay, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, it's a really Google it. We don't need to Google okay. it. I don't think. Yeah, so it's just like a, a ritual between like the like solstices. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they went really in depth with it. Um, and that is the episode we got the shout out on. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and like I haven't gotten there. Obviously, I'm working on. Well, it. Well, it's just like their latest. Yeah. Episode. So I've been like jumping around. But yeah, podcast friends. I love it. Hi, guys. You're awesome. Also, we might be going. God, vomit. <laughs> to the asylum because the internet has spoken. Well, maybe one person has, <laughs> but the internet has spoken in Jesse's opinion. Okay. <laughs> and we are going if we can afford it.
1: I am more down with the idea. But I
0: also have to be able to afford it.
1: Yeah. Because the tickets are more expensive than Last they were time. a little bit ago.
0: Yeah. Well, they're donating like $20 to charities too. Okay. And then like the restoration of the building itself.
1: Okay. That's that. That's terrible. Anything else new and exciting? I got a new car and that's exciting. Yeah. A new car.
0: I I don't have a new car. I had to put coolant in my car. That's exciting. I thought my heat was broken. <laughs> so, and then my dad was just like, well, maybe if you just top this off, your heat will work. And I'm like, okay. And so I did, and he was right. Actually, I'm already having a mild issue
1: with my new car. What? The night I got it, he was showing me all, the, like, the features. And the passenger seat is supposed, like, they're both supposed to, like, raise and lower in the front so you can, like, adjust it for height. Yeah. And the passenger seat one doesn't work. Oh, so I, I took it to the, like to the dealership with my uncle and everything, and like we're like getting it fixed, and it's no big deal. But <laughs> it was like my first day. They're like, "What the heck is this?" And I'm like, ah, "My luck." Yeah. You know what I started watching, and this is gonna be, um, you know, a thing for some people that are obsessed with it. Okay. I started watching The Office. Yeah, now that they're taking it off on of Netflix soon? I mean, they're not taking it off until, like, 2021 or something like that in the article I read. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to watch it. And then they released that article, like, the next day. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
0: You can only watch a bunch while everyone has binged it 20 times. It's true.
1: I've watched it. I've never, I've never watched it before, so it's been interesting. I'm enjoying it.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm.
1: And now I understand some people's jokes.
0: You know what? Even if I've seen it, I still, I'm like one of those people that it just like flies over their yeah. head. Like every like reference ever made, like Brennan is like the king of references, but he sort of stopped with me. I think he's been dating me long enough to realize that even though I've seen it, I probably won't get the reference. Devin, <laughs>
1: like Devin makes so many references and she will always get my references and I love it.
0: She's not here today. Nope. Sad. The mic is laying on the table. <laughs> because She's working. I need to f- adjust the cord so that it makes it to the other side.
1: <laughs> She's working today, but that's okay. We still like her. I guess so. I guess. Ugh. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't really think I have any much more exciting things. I'm going to a uh, girl's night tomorrow yeah you are going to a girl's night tomorrow, yeah we're gonna paint shoes. oh fun! Who's this with? um, a couple of my friends that I've met at work oh okay, we've done a co- we've done another girl's night before, and so like explain to me the painting of shoes, so we're just getting like canvas shoes and like we're gonna do something like this, like just paint our own like designs and stuff on them,
0: oh, okay just for fun. Yeah, that's cool.
1: I just bought a pair of cheap canvas shoes because like Target shoes. Yeah, I went to Payless going out of business sale. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it might be fun because like I'll probably I don't know how it'll be. We'll see. Yeah. I always think I'm going to do worse than I do. But same. We'll see how it actually goes. I'm probably not going to paint any like dramatic patterns or anything on them, but yeah. It'll just be
0: fun to hang out. One of the other interesting things that I am doing this weekend is I'm going to a Kentucky Derby party. Ooh, that's fun. But it's not a Kentucky Derby party. It's like, hey, like the Kentucky Derby's happening, but we're um, tasting bourbon barrel beer. So the whole thing is set up like a race, but it's for the bourbon barrels, right? Oh, okay. So... Everyone's going to taste like each bourbon and then they're going to vote on the bourbons. And then, whichever bourbon barrel wins, the barrel is going to be crowned with a rose blanket. Oh my God, I love this. And you're supposed to dress up in your best derby attire. And so, like, I'm so super stoked to go. I couldn't decide on a hat on the internet in time. So, I've made my own hat. It was sitting Aww. out there. If you didn't see I it, I did see it. It's so cute yeah so I made a very extravagant derby hat. I love it um with twenty bucks of Walmart supplies, even though I could have bought one for twenty bucks off Amazon <laughs> and free shipping. but like when you wait too long, but you made it yourself, yeah, and that's that's the important thing that is the important thing. and so like the outfit minus like the tank top I'm wearing underneath it, that'll it's like cute. a jumpsuit okay that I'm gonna wear that'll be fun. I'm so excited. That sounds like a really fun party. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm definitely Ubering there because <laughs> it's so much alcohol. <laughs> that sounds so much fun. I would go to that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'll probably post pictures of it on my Instagram, my personal Instagram. Yes, dude. If people want to follow me on my Do personal it. Instagram. Follow Jesse. But I'm not going to tell you the tag because I don't know it. It's somewhere on our Instagram, probably. Somewhere on the Marble Forest Instagram. <laughs> it's probably if you go back in time
1: all the way to the beginning and find Jessie's picture, she's probably tagged on that. Yep. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Who knows? <laughs> yeah. So what's the exciting news that you got?
1: Oh, okay. So <laughs> when I was in Kansas, we went to the shopping mall. Okay. Okay. And we're driving in the parking lot, like, trying to find a place to park,
0: and I go, oh, we have to park there! Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready for the name of the parking section? Y- yes, there was names of parking sections. It was the Wyatt Erp parking section.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, All it says
0: is Erp, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's also a Wyatt Way, and I took a picture of that, too.
0: Oh, neat. Yeah. Yep, he's just sitting there. There's a statue of him. Oh, oh neat. (laughs) Kansas.
1: It just made me think of all of our podcast episodes he's probably appeared in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Two? Yeah.
1: At least. Yeah. But I thought it was funny, and I was like, I'm going to take a picture of this for different Jessie, because she'll probably appreciate it. I do. I appreciate
0: how weird it is.
1: Right? (laughs) (laughs) They were all named after, like, famous people. Yeah. But, like...
0: Random famous okay. people. Random famous people. Yeah. Yep. I
1: loved it. I don't I don't really think I have anything else to, to talk about. We've talked about a lot, and you're going to have to, you know, <laughs> cut a lot out. Yeah, piece some shit together.
0: <laughs> All right. So I guess let's drive on into it, because look, I remembered. Whoa. Let's Whoa. Drive on in. We don't even have Devin. Maybe because Devin's our bad luck, and Devin doesn't tell us. <laughs> the- yeah, Devin's bad luck. She doesn't tell us to drive in, so then we forget. We do. It's Devin's fault.
1: It's Devin's fault. That was not a bad. That was, that was not a full flip. Oh. That, that was
0: off the table. It's you it's, under it, you. It, it's me. Yes, we don't know how to flip a coin without throwing it halfway across the room. <laughs> <laughs> so It's
1: always you. We really should start a tally.
0: I really want like a whiteboard tally. Like I'll buy a little whiteboard and like every episode we'll just tally it. We should tally it. Yeah, I love it. So I didn't look up how to pronounce things so if oh, they're pronounced wrong. Whoops! I'm
1: really excited for this one. There's a lot of stuff I probably did not
0: should have looked up how to pronounce. Okay. Are you ready for my story? I'm ready. All right. We are in Saint Paul, Minnesota. Saint Paul, Minnesota. Yes. And we are at the Wabash, uh, <laughs> Wabasha Street Caves. Okay. All right. So, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So, the Wabasha Street Caves are carved into the side of a small plateau made, of- made out of limestone. Back in the 1840s, the caves were created when the area was mined for silica sand to be used for glass production. Okay. And in the early 1900s, Albert Mocknet, <laughs> yeah, an immigrant from <laughs> France, <laughs> that's close enough. Yep, uh, Albert, an Im- immigrant from France, found the caves and realized that it was the perfect place to grow mushrooms. Oh, you know those psychedelic mushrooms that like everyone's what doing. I would be growing in a cave. Yeah, to be honest. So they're just so. He cute. began to grow the mushrooms in the cave and sold them to the restaurants in the area. Oh, okay. So, after many years, he ended up giving the business away to his daughter and her husband, Josie and William Lemon. 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 Lemon.
1: I like lemon. (laughs) Yep, we're going to go with lemon. Lemon's cute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you think she was a little sour? (laughs) I don't... (laughs) Don't you wish they could grow lemon trees in the caves? That would be exciting. Yeah. When life gives you lemon, make lemonade. Sell lemons. Sell lemons out of caves. The lemon lemons. The- <laughs> <laughs> I hate. Arse. So then, prohibition happened. Okay. And it turned uh, Saint Paul into a safe haven for gangsters. After they formed an agreement with the police uh, chief of police. Oh, I see. Yeah, so the agreement was that if they kept their crime out of the city limits, that they could go and come and go as they pleased with no hassle. So from that, the caves turned into a speakeasy. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, we love a good speakeasy. Cave. A speakeasy that like anything goes because like the police don't give a fuck. That's that's exciting. So. The Wabasha Street Speakeasy uh, was complete with its own whiskey still. Ooh. It became a very popular spot for mobsters like Don... John... Don? Don Gillander? <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Dillinger. Um, and so he frequented the spot, and he was actually spotted there um, just before, in 1934... Dancing a few months before he was gunned down by the FBI in Chicago. Oh, just a few months before that. Yep. Okay. Hanging out. So according to one of the Wabasha Street Cave guides, because they have tours. Ooh. Uh, one mobster, Elvin Creepy Carcass. Elvin? <laughs> Elvin? Yes. Creepy Carcass. Is yeah. that his real name? Uh, legally? I don't know. I only found it in one article. I doubt it's legally. <laughs> Could you imagine that being your legal name? <laughs> I think Carcass is his last name. Carcass. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't look into I it mean, okay, any further that's than this. An awful last name, if it is. You Alvin, the creepy chipmunk Roadkill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, but like for a mobster, carcass could be a good last name, right? Well, yeah.
0: It pro- like it was probably like a given name, right? Right. So he used to say, if you were looking for a guy, you'd look in two places, prison or St. Paul. <laughs> uh, so after Prohibition in the 1930s, the Lemons... <laughs> yep, we're going <laughs> to... Yeah, Lemons... <laughs> Who still owned the place, after it still being a speakeasy and everything, opened a restaurant and nightclub called the Castle Royale. Ooh, that sounds fancy. It was twelve thousand square feet throughout the caves. They opened a high end romantic nightclub where people could come and spend one dollar for dinner.
1: A one dollar dinner.
0: Yeah. Or eighteen fifty five a person. Which romantic. is like TGI Friday's Romantic. Okay. <laughs> not...
1: Uh, I was going to try to think of Anywhere Fancy, but I'm very uncultured. Olive Garden. Olive Garden? It's, I think it's... I, 1855
0: is not even Olive Garden classy.
1: Olive Garden is like
0: Michigan classy. <laughs> <laughs> so in the restaurant... They would, uh, the people would enjoy $1 dinners and enjoy touring bands and musical acts performing on the stage in the center of the room. Oh, that's fun. Uh, they had everything associated with high class, um, including a 1600 square foot dance floor, an elegant dining area near the dance floor and stage, a bar, a card playing area with a fireplace, a kitchen, food and liquor storage, and a reception room.
1: But did they have those, like, sheer robes with all the feathers around the cuffs and the stuff? Because that's was A why... feather boa? No, like, the robes with the feathers. I, like, the sorry. I'm... oh, my husband just died, whoa, what happened? You know, the, the sheer robe with the feathers around the wrist yeah. and the, this cuff. Yeah? And the... Yeah.
0: The, your sheer feather boa and This is my favorite negligee. Outfit. Yeah. My
1: favorite outfit. That's the epitome of class, so did they have that?
0: <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure. What if all, all of the like waiters wore those?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would go there. It's like Twin Peaks, but in a cave. <laughs> the building was nicely done with brick walls, stucco ceilings, and ample carpeting in the dining space. The lounge had tile floors as well. Oh, that's nice. Some happenings inside with the mobsters were conducting their business inside of this restaurant. Okay. One night, while a group of four men were playing a card game in the fireside room, so the card room with the fireplace, (laughs) uh, one person asked the band to leave early for the night so he could conduct some business. Huh. Not wanting to piss off the mobsters themselves, they packed up and left, and the crowd sort of just followed.
1: Well, no one wants to eat in a restaurant that there's no music.
0: Yeah. One waitress ended up sticking behind so the four men could finish their card game. While waiting in the kitchen, the waitress heard the popping sounds of a Tommy gun. She ran to the fireplace room to find three of the men on the floor shot dead. So one of the people involved in the shooting was one of the four card members. So she immediately called the police who asked her to stay outside. After some time, the police came outside to get her, and they began accusing her of filing a false report while claiming they had not found anything wrong with the scene. What? To be defiant, she marched back into the building, into the fireplace room, and there were no bodies or blood left in the room. Only bullet holes in the stone fireplace.
1: I see
0: so it is theorized that the bodies were dragged into one of the other caves and buried by the police because they had you know, to deal with the mobsters yeah
1: they had ties with the police that would make sense that would make sense
0: yeah and so like the longer version of it is like they they like straight up scared her to not say anything cuz like hey we'll arrest you if you believe this happened kind of thing okay so, a little shady. A little shady. And around this time, like, they also, like, this is just a fun fact. I love fun facts. That I left in because I thought it was funny. Okay. Around this time, the caves were also used to store Lando Lakes cheese from 1940 to 1959. <laughs> and Kraft also had cave space, too. That's ridiculous. Hashtag cheese cave. Cheese cave. Ooh, it's like, is it a cheese turf war? Between Kraft and Lando Lakes? Yeah. <laughs> they had a cheese turf war? <laughs> the, the the mobsters that own Lando Lakes and Kraft? <laughs> maybe that's what the gunfight was about. Yeah, maybe. The cheese. Yeah. Maybe Lando Lakes was like shooting up Kraft because, hey, we know those Kraft singles are made of plastic. Like, we have this cave space first. Get out. <laughs> yeah. This is our cheese storage. <laughs> Uh, by 1941, the nightclub ended up closing due to World War II. And it got converted back into a mushroom mushroom cultivation area again. That sounds so, like, sad. Like, alright, we have this cool nightclub, but World War II, so let's just grow mushrooms again. Yeah. Like, no one's having any fun right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... It was used for mushrooms until 1965 when it was, I think, sold again, but I didn't put it in here. So, the lemons sold it, and in the 1970s, Castle Royale 2 was opened as for a new disco music. Ooh, the new nightclub version 2. Disco Inferno. Ooh, we love a good disco. Yep. Until... A huge flood wiped out housing along the river in the area, and the caves ended up getting filled with trash that had washed up into the area. Oh, that's a bummer. Eventually, only the front couple of rooms were cleared out, and the rest is still blocked by trash. Oh. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. So, after the floods, things weren't really great for the caves. Fires were started by the homeless, um, fail- more failed business attempts and a victim Uh, the caves were the victim of bankruptcy and the cave was given to the bank okay the bank ended up taking everything out of the building and were ready to tear down the facade on the outside of the cave because like it's like on like a cliff side right okay and so they literally built like it looks like a house I want to see this I'm going to google it right really okay quick. yeah so it looks like a house literally just sort of stuck into the cliffside. <laughs> and then the caves are behind it.
1: Okay, I see. Yeah, it does look like kind of a house. Yep.
0: <laughs> Weird. Yep. So Ooh, they Apparently were... people get married there. Yes. So uh, they were going to tear it down until someone purchased it to restore it to its former glory as per usual. As a mushroom farm. Yep. So now, (laughs) what if that was just it? What if it was just the mushroom farm? Well, they wanted to restore the club.
1: Well, what if they just wanted to restore the mushroom farm?
0: I bet there's still a cave that they keep mushrooms in. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: they're probably like fun
0: mushrooms (laughs) (laughs) for their nightclub. Fun mushrooms. The Club Royale. Three. uh, No. Well, because it was called the Castle, so now it's just Club Royale. Was reopened and is now. Well, I guess it's now. Oh, maybe I did type that wrong. Maybe it is Castle. It was reopened, now called the Wabasha Street Caves. Okay. So this is a word to we're to current day. Current day, we're there now. Yes. So the cave has attracted a variety of casual users over the years, particularly adventure seekers trying to get into the caves. Um, there has been a series of accidental deaths in the caves. Due to fire, cave-ins, and three people died from asphyxiation in 2004.
1: Ooh. Recent. I
0: don't know how. I didn't look into it. You just saw it. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. So, there's some death.
1: Ready for some ghosts? I'm always ready for some ghosts sometimes.
0: (laughs) I feel like I said it and I knew that wasn't true. Okay. So, the ghosts in the caves are pretty relaxed and happy in general. And they're not afraid to appear in front of the living people. Are they just fun ghosts? Yeah, they're just, just fun like ghosts. party ghosts. So there's a ghost of a man wearing a Panama hat that just goes about his business throughout the cave, walking up and down the halls. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, sitting at the bar. Wearing his sick Panama hat. Yeah. There is an entity of a man meeting with a woman at the bar around 3 a.m. Oh, 3 a.m. 3 a.m. hookup. So uh, the article that I was reading was, was it for a nightcap? <laughs> so maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So they were rehearsing a for a play that was going to be on the main stage in the caves. And the actors involved saw an entity of a man sitting in the audience watching them practice. Just practice. Yeah. They weren't performing it yet. Maybe it was like dress rehearsal. Okay. And just this random guy
1: sitting there? Yeah. Ghosty guy. Maybe he just really enjoys theater. Yeah. He really enjoys the theater. He's cultured. (laughs) Yeah. He really like tries
0: to keep up with the times.
1: He does. He wants to know the latest and greatest. He's definitely seen Hamilton.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even seen Hamilton. No, but
1: that ghost has. Okay. Because he's really with it. Yeah. In the
0: theater biz, in the theater biz. <laughs> so there is an entity of a woman seen wandering around the caves, um, look. Seems to be looking for someone. Sad. Yeah. It's always sad when they're looking for someone. Yeah. Or something like mushrooms to do, or mushrooms for their restaurant business. I guess so. That's not fun. They ran out of mushrooms for their stuffed mushrooms, and they can't remember where they buried them. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So now to the three entities of the gunned down card players. Okay. They still hang out. Um a lot of the times they're going about their business. They like to enjoy the music and events that take place in the caves. Um however one does not care for disco.
1: Oh, he doesn't like disco.
0: Yes. He's not a fan. I don't know why, I don't know how, but he's like, nah. Get that disco away from me. So, during the 1970s, when disco was in full swing, uh, a manager and an employee saw a man with cold eyes and a hostile demeanor dressed in what they say is gangster attire. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was just thinking of gangster attire like... 90s Detroit gangster, like, Like with the big baggy t-shirt and, and like... really baggy pants that are,
1: like, at your knees with a belt. Yes. Okay. Like, 90s. I love it. Okay. That's what he's wearing. (laughs) That
0: is what he's wearing. We're in the 90s. We're not in the 70s. No. And walking towards them in the hallway. uh, And then he eventually disappeared into the wall. As he wrapped into the wall. Yep. Wrapped his way... Wrapping into the wall. Wrapped straight into that wall. Yep. <laughs> so, the murdered card players have do have a soft spot for kids. The owners in 2005 were cleaning up the caves, and their young son was playing with a ball against the wall. The ball bounced into the men's bathroom. The boy stopped to pick up the ball and noticed a man dressed in gangster attire. Again. nineties 90s, 90s hip-hop rapper attire. Straightening his hat?
1: His his baseball hat. His His backwards baseball hat. His
0: backwards baseball hat. (laughs) Even though in reality, it's his tie. (laughs) Okay. But for the sake of our little bit here, his hat. But it was really
1: his tie. Yeah. In real life.
0: (laughs) In real life, it was his tie. So the entity turned and smiled and winked at the boy before disappearing. That's such a like... So there was a wedding... And a little boy told the wedding party that he had such a great time playing with those men. And no one really thought much of it until the bride and groom got their pictures back. Oh. One picture showed the little boy sitting at a table, happily smiling, surrounded by several misty forms. Oh. And apparently you can see this photo on the tour of the caves. And I tried to Google it and I cannot find it. Okay, wait. But according to the person who wrote this blog post who had been there, they saw the photo.
1: Okay, this is the weirdest Google search ever. No one go into my history.
0: (laughs) I don't think anyone should go into our history doing this podcast in general.
1: That's probably true. Okay, well, I can't find it either by searching what I searched.
0: Yeah, but I spent a lot of my time looking up whether I could find that photo or not. Bummer. So, unfortunately, that is all I got for ghosts. Um, But if you ever want to go to the Wabasha Street Caves, um, Thursday nights are swing night. Ooh, fun. They teach you swing dancing, um, and they provide a rotating schedule of jazz bands. Someone go. And tell us how it is. Tell us how it is and go for us. Uh, In addition, they also offer tours that are scheduled throughout the year. You can take the Historic Cave Tour or the Lost Souls Tour, which are both walking tours um, of the caves. Or there is a longer tour called the Gangster Tour, which is a part bus ride, part walking. Interesting. And they're pretty cheap. I think I saw one tour for like eight bucks. Oh, geez. Okay. That's kind of cool. So, yeah. So
1: that is the Wabasha Street Caves. That was cool. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was exciting. Yeah, because caves are cool. Caves are exciting. Gangsters. Mushrooms.
0: Mushrooms.
1: Oh, Shrooms. mushrooms. Um What else is
0: exciting? Alvin and... Creepy carcass. Alvin <laughs> and the dead chipmunk. Alvin <laughs> and the roadkill. Alvin and the roadkill chipmunk.
1: Um, well, let's keep going. All right. No, a word from our sponsors that we don't have.
0: Have you tried knitting lately? Knitting is a great alternative to relaxing. You don't want to read that book? Just knit. Do you want something for your dog or cat to play with? Just knit. (laughs) What is your dog playing with? My dog chewed up my knitting needles. Oh, what a butt. (laughs) Uh... Do you want to make a cool hat but suck at knitting? Just knit. Sounds like me. Just knit it. Just knit it. Make your knit dreams
1: come true. (laughs) And scene. All right. Thanks for that delightful sponsor. (laughs) You're welcome. So I got this story actually from my uncle mentioned it to me. Okay. And I have a picture from him. Oh, okay. So I wanted to do it because I had that picture, and um, I thought the background and the legends surrounding this place were super fascinating, but like I said, there's not a lot of, like, actual ghost experience that I could find, but it's, like, really interesting.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of more of a legend. Yeah. We'll
1: that's go with fine.
0: that. We are a mystery podcast, Amber. We can do anything. We can. That's weird. So, it's called, and I did not look it up,
1: (laughs) Story of My Life.
0: (laughs) That's the name of our book, and I did not look that up.
1: (laughs) It's the Old Ursuline Convent. Okay. At least that's what I've been calling it in my head. If that's wrong, I'll probably Google it on YouTube later. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, the Ursula Convent. From the Little Mermaid. From the Little Mermaid. In this convent. Ursula takes everyone's voice and gives them legs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so You it's, get new legs!
1: <laughs> it's the oldest surviving building in the French Quarter <coughs> in New Orleans.
0: Oh, we're in New Orleans. We're thanks. in New
1: Orleans. All right. Um... It has been through hurricanes, floods, epidemics, and fires. The building is known as the treasure of the archdiocese. I know how to say that.
0: Oh, yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. Do you know how to spell it? Because I sure
1: don't. Yeah, because I'm looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) But only because I'm looking at it.
0: It was constructed. Uh, And do you ever come across words that you never knew how to spell, but you've said it? Yes. (laughs) Like in normal conversation, you go, huh. Yes, definitely. (laughs) That's how it's spelled. Only because of this podcast have I come across words like this. Like sarcophagus. (laughs) I had no clue how that shit was spelled. I
1: I probably wouldn't either, honestly. I would just sound spell it like I do everything. (laughs) So it was constructed by French colonial engineers under the guidance of the crown. The convent was designed in 17. 45, and completed in 1752 to 1753. And this is, like, the modern version of it because there was, like, another, like, less modern version. I'll go through, like, a little timeline in a little bit.
0: Okay. Um.
1: So, over the centuries, the building has been a convent for the Ursuline nuns, a school, an arch archbishop's residence, the... Archdiocesan Central Office and a meeting place for Louisiana leg- Legislator. Oh my gosh. So it also later served as a residence for priests serving mainly in the Italian community and um, it also housed the archdiocesan Archives and it also, it was used as a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can tell. It was a also, lot of churchy things. Yeah, very churchy stuff. It was also used as an orphanage and a school for girls. Um, today, it is used with the St. Louis Cathedral and the St. Mary's Church, and it forms the Catholic Culture Heritage Center of the Archdiocese in New Orleans. Oh,
0: fancy.
1: So the historic building is now home to a museum with both permanent and changing exhibitions. Exhibitions? That's not
0: exhibitions. right. Exhibitions? <laughs> Exhibitionist. Exhibitionists?
1: <laughs> yes. No,
0: exhibits. Oh. That's the word I was looking for. Exhibits. Uh, are the nuns getting up to some really weird things? They might be. They're we exhibitionists.
1: Okay, so this is the little, like, short history I was going to tell you. I got this as, a like, the actual, like, if you Google, like, the old Ursuline convent website uh, has a timeline on it. Okay. So, after LaSalle's discovery of the mouth of the Mississippi River and his planting of the cross... And something else that I can't read. Um, (laughs) France established its first settlement in Lower Mississippi Valley in 1699. The new colony was uh, France's colonial expansion and a buffer of settlements against the colonial expansion of Spain and England. Okay. Um, So, Father Nicholas Ignis de Bobas? Bobois. Boba, Who, I, we'll call it boba. Boba tea. Yep. <laughs> um, with the help of Governor
0: Be- Be- Bean, Rick Schneider. I want to say Beanville. <laughs> <laughs> Does this look like Beanville to you? Yes. Okay, Beanville. Governor Beanville. So they secure- probably, like, like but- <laughs> probably like Beanville, but probably like Beanville. Beanville.
1: So they secured the Ursuline nuns to minister at the hospital and teach the young girls of the colony. um, There was a great need for them because the hospital care was poorly provided and the nuns discovered that some of the women of the colony did not even know how many gods there
0: were. So. How many gods are there?
1: (laughs) Maybe I need a nun.
0: Maybe there's no god at all.
1: So, So, um... Around 1727, 16 nuns arrived in New Orleans from France. Okay. So the convent facing the river was completed on July 17th, 1734. So this is the, like, original building. Yeah. Um, The nuns, accompanied by a large group of notables and citizens, processed solemnly to their new quarters. I feel like it's supposed to be a procession. They all went to the new house. Okay. um, So they lived there for about two decades. The convent was the Ursulines' home and the center for their ministry and the hospital and the school. In 1745, that's when the plans for the new structure were started. They wanted it to reflect a new colonial archety- architecture. Uh, adapt for the elements. So, you know, there's hurricanes and...
0: Yeah, a need but did it. it hold up against Katrina?
1: It did. I mean, well, t- assumingly.
0: Maybe. I mean, it's still
1: there. <laughs> Probably flooded a lot. So in uh, 1752, the nuns moved into their new home. And then just another couple little fun facts of the area. Fun fact. In 1788, Good Friday fires destroyed New Orleans. The convent was spared when Sir Fel- Felicite? Felicite? Sure. Sure. Placed a small sweetheart statue in the window. Okay. That's what saved them from the fire. What is a sweetheart statue? I have no idea. But my first initial thought was that it was a statue of like the Valentine's Day candy. Yeah. Like Like, the sweet, like the sweet tarts that are hearts. Yeah. That was my first thought. Love you with
0: the like the name on it. But like the sweet tart version, not the like.
1: But I, I, I,
0: But, like, I want it to be the chalky version because that's, like, OG Valentine's That set. is OG. Uh, it looks like it's a statue of a, a lady Mary holding a baby. Yeah. A lady holding Probably a baby. Probably Mary. Or, if you just keep scrolling down, there's two gnomes. Two gnomes? <laughs> Garden gnome sweethearts. I just saw that. I love it. I wish it's that statue. That's cute. Yeah. It's, that's, well, okay, that's what's think of it that way okay
1: and then in 1804 president thomas jefferson assured the ursulines that their property and their rights under the u.s constitution were guaranteed that's just a quick little little rundown of the history yeah are you ready for the most popular legend of the building
0: i am okay i found this
1: so interesting so, basically, these stories involve vampires <gasps> and the casket girls. So like the girls. originals,
0: because it's New Orleans.
1: Yes. I don't even watch the show. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, it's, it, and it's basically vampires and the casket girls. And so, the basic story of the casket girls is that around 1728, the city's founders asked France to send over wives for the colonists because there was a lack of women in the
0: area. Oh, fun. Like, they just needed some wives. Yep. So- just send me the bitches. <laughs> so France agreed. The first, the first mail order bride. For real, though. I know. France agreed. They're like, all right.
1: So they sent marriageable women age ranged between 12 and 25. Okay. Um, They were kind of specifically chosen because they were pure.
0: Okay. Necessary.
1: I guess so. For being a bride at, in the 18th century. In the new world. <laughs> so soon, the young girls started showing up, carrying only what would fit into a little casket-shaped wooden box, hence the name Casket Girls. The The name of the box is something similar to casket. Like, it kind of translates to it, but I wasn't going to try to pronounce like, it. So all of their belongings had to fit into a casket? Yeah, but, like, not an actual casket, like a little box. Yeah, because
0: because, like real full size adult casket you can fit a lot of shit in there yeah you could fit a lot of shit in there i could fit a good chunk of my life into the a casket everything i was seeing podcast and all i just tried googling it
1: to show you if i could show you like how big the box is when i was googling 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 the box was only like maybe like a foot or so big when I was, like, the pictures. So, like, a
0: shoebox. Yeah,
1: the pictures I was seeing online, but they yeah. called them caskets. I guess another um, website kind of described them as, like, a
0: carry-on bag. <laughs> a carry-on bag. <laughs> yeah. I like shoebox better. So. So I win.
1: There's, like, a couple versions of this, and I'm going to tell you, like, three different versions. Of okay. Of, like their arrival. Because it's kind of all stems to, like, part of this legend. Okay. So, they arrived with these little casket-shaped wooden boxes. Um, They were shown, they were said to show up at the Ursuline Convent until the nuns there could find them a match. Um, Some say that they were fine young women, some say they were orphans, and others say
0: they were prostitutes. Well, then they wouldn't be pure if they were prostitutes. Right. So, it's very mixed. All right.
1: So... The girls endured a large and treacherous journey across the Atlantic, and they were pale and gaunt from traveling below deck for a lot of the time. Yeah. So some of them became deathly ill with a nasty case of tuberculosis, and um, it would cause some of the girls to cough up blood. So this is like part of where they think like the legend and everything stemmed from.
0: Because of the coughing up
1: of the blood? Yeah. And they're pale and gaunt. They haven't seen the sun as much. You know, like, they just look... Yeah. They look... Yeah. And they're carrying caskets. Yeah. Um, So, like I said, the girls were really kept safe until their marriage. Marriage. So, here's where I have, like, one legend, and then I'm going to move to another one, and then another one. Okay. So, the ending of this one, basically, is that um, the girls were... Kind of locked up on the third floor where the windows were kind of bolted. Okay, and they were locked there with their boxes. And sometime later, a nun investigated, and the boxes were empty. So like the Pope came, and they're like they're vampires, and they like bolted them. In the Pope came, something like that. In my one, the one one I read, it said the Pope was like, yeah, they're definitely
0: vampires. The Pope came. <laughs> Yep. All the way from Vatican City. Yep. And one of these stories, that's that's the one. Walks in and been like, their caskets are empty. Vamp- they must
1: be vampires. Yep. That's the one story I read. I, like, read so many different one of these, and I just kept a couple of them in because I thought they were great. Okay. um, So they said that, like, the next day that um bodies were found torn apart that looked like they could have been animals, and it caused the rumor that the girls were vampires, um Were they even allowed out of the third floor? Some rumors say that they're still on the third floor as vampires.
0: Oh. Yeah. Uncomfortable? Uncomfortable.
1: So another theory is that many people actually believe that the casket girls smuggled the first vampires into the city in their casket boxes. And my only thought
0: is, were they baby vampires? <laughs> <laughs> or, all right, since it's a vampire, you just chop up the vampire, right? And then you Frankenstein it back together once you get to New Orleans. Or it's a bat. Or it is a or bat. Or it turned into a bat. Yeah. OG vampire. They all had boxes full of bats or babies. <laughs> your your vampire casket babies. <laughs> Like, just look cute little vampire babies.
1: Yeah. I mean, the boxes were small. You can't fit a full-grown vampire in there. So another version of the story is that word got out that the young available women were arriving. And so men started to get, like, really excited. And they went down to the river's edge to, like, meet the ship. And they were disappointed when the only thing that got off the boat were casket-shaped boxes that may or may not have held girls inside of
0: them because they all died on the way over. Oh, okay. So they were just unloading the boxes first and they're just like, oh, man, that's a bummer. All these dead women. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a whole other
1: version of the story is that they actually all died. Okay. But in this version, the men were, like, heartbroken, but then they were really curious about why the priest and from the Catholic st- uh, church showed up to collect the caskets they didn't and like didn't say anything but loaded them up on like a cart and took them to the convent okay so, so before long and loaded
0: them onto the third floor and be like done they're yeah, so, here <laughs> so before
1: long the men were convinced that the caskets were housing vampires okay. and that they're locked up on the third floor like that they're still living in the convent okay so that's another another rumor yeah Another one says that um, each girl, when they came, carried a coffin-shaped chest packed with their belongings. The chests were called caskets, and the young women were mockingly called the casket girls. However, the plan backfired to bring new brides and women, and a good number of them were raped and forced into prostitution. A ship sailed back to New Orleans to rescue them and return them to France. But some of the girls still carried the small caskets with them and never revealed their contents.
0: Okay. So it's just another like little rumor. So the hearts of their lovers. Ooh, that's a possible forced one. into prostitution. I shall take your heart. I
1: don't have much more, um, but that's kind of the casket girl's story. There's like, I almost read you the entire like legend word for word, but I was like, I'm just gonna summarize it and tell you a couple different versions.
0: Yeah, that's fine. So you can I like different versions. Yeah.
1: I like the different versions too. I think my favorite version is that they brought the vampires in tiny boxes.
0: Yeah, the casket babies.
1: Yeah, casket bat babies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just I I think it's funny that they're just like, "Yep, we're wheeling these caskets off a ship." No women to be seen. Sorry, wrong shipment. We're just going to take them to the convent and put them up on the third floor. <laughs> Don't mind us at all. No, no women, just boxes. Just boxes of supplies. Just just supplies. There was no women. No women at all. I also saw a story. But then wouldn't that mean... That the Pope (laughs) has something to do with vampires. Okay,
1: but there was a story. I'm going to tell you this. I didn't put it in my notes, but I saw it and I read it and I was like, what the fuck? So I read a story that the Pope had come through the area on a visit. Yeah. More like modern day
0: times yeah like in his glass box
1: in so in his, not in like his super pope modern cube. but like maybe like 70s maybe Within i didn't pope cube i didn't remember the exact date because i didn't you know put it in my notes yes but i saw that like the- he noticed that one of the windows on the third floor wasn't boarded up all the way so he pieced the fuck out of there
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> so
1: I read that. And I also read that the nails to board up the window were blessed by a
0: pope. Oh, okay. So. Hey, pope, bless these nails. So you know those, like, vampires we're getting rid of in France <laughs> and we're just shipping them to the New World, right? <laughs> we we need these so that to contain them into the third floor of the convent where they will remain for forever.
1: They'll just stay there.
0: They'll be happy. They'll be so happy.
1: Look, we got them their own casket boxes with bats in it. Yep. Uh, I thought that was kind of a fun, funny story, but I didn't include it. Yeah. And then there was another one that I actually forgot to put in my notes. So I'm just going to kind of tell you from what I remember. Yeah. Um. Basically, there's a story that in like around the 1970s or something like that, there was two people like paranormal investigating and they set up like this camera, and and they yelled "dude" and "bro" a lot. Yes. Okay. They, they, they definitely did. No, and then like um, the camera didn't like get a lot of activity or anything. And then around like a couple hours, like the camera got bumped, and then it was came back to like finding a woman or something with half her blood drained or most of her blood drained in the building, like in an alley near the building. Oh. So I saw that. I didn't read all the details on it. I found it like three times and then forgot to put it in my notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um because I'm good at stuff. Good because at we're this. good
0: at podcasts. I'm
1: so good at it. So onto like my short little ghosties. Short little ghosties. So workers were supposed to be doing construction to restore the building and they were shocked
0: by what they found because they removed the pope blessed nails and, and they found vampires vampires came out of the walls as bats yeah <laughs> batman
1: <So> inside the <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> inside the walls they found countless bones along with um along the outer area and even underneath the foundation of the wall immediately the remains were brought to a lab for testing in hopes that they would belong to an animal but it seemed that they came back to belong to children and infants Knowing that the Ursuline nuns once ran an orphanage, it's possible that the bones were victims of, like, infant mortality rates or, like, disease. Yeah. Um, The yellow fever epidemic occurred almost every single summer in New Orleans, and the young and elderly were very susceptible. So,
0: this is a theory that As yellow contract came around once a year. That yellow contract you- came and
1: people signed it. Every single year? Every single year. Like, don't know why they didn't learn from the last year, but... I know. Jeez. So, um, they think that this is why maybe the nuns didn't really have another place to bury the dead of, like, all the sick, so... But it seems like the spirit of children may still haunt the property.
0: Okay. So... There's been reports of hearing I don't children's know, laughter. No, okay, so I'm already out with this because, like, ch- creepy children. I'm out. Maybe they're vampire babies. So maybe they're not even. They're the living undead. Maybe they're real children. Maybe they're real. Maybe
1: but they're, they're vampires. <laughs> so reports of hearing children's laughter coming from the front garden of the older convent, even in the dead of night, have been told by on numerous occasions. The museum is closed for the night, and there's no children on the grounds at the time, Um, but locals of surrounding buildings have heard and seen, like, from balconies while peeking into the garden of the convent what looks and sounds like small, childlike
0: apparitions playing right in the front lawn. No. Okay, well, if the ghosties were, like, locked up, like, why is there ghosties playing in the front lawn? You weren't ever allowed (laughs) out of the third floor. Maybe they they just face through the walls maybe like they can get past the pope now maybe just gonna... the
1: one nail was you know the one shutter was open there have also been reports of ghost children like i just said yeah Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, i guess i put that twice right in a row okay um but tour guide there's like one specific tour i read um the tour guides and the guests reported hearing the sounds of children playing in the courtyard. Um, around 10 p.m., and there were no children there, everyone in the group moved closer to the gates, fully expecting to, like, actually see that there were children playing somewhere, but each step they took, it just kept getting louder and louder, but there was no children. Yeah. Other people have reported hearing ghost children or even occasionally seeing them. Almost always they're seen outside of the building, so not actually inside of it. Um, it said that the courtyard is charged with an energy typically found in a burial ground.
0: Oh. Um, during one investigation, a group... Like, is it a known, like, cemetery? Is it known that, like... I don't
1: think it was necessarily meant to be a cemetery. I think that they feel that way because of, like, the bones they found.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but I'm not sure if there actually is a cemetery there or not. I probably should have looked it up, but I didn't really think to. Um... But during one investigation, a group discovered the presence of a female entity. They believed that she had died on the property of yellow fever um, and that she continued to reside in an upper apartment of the building and in the kitchen. So they were first actually called to do the investigation because the owner of the building noticed that his clothes were soaked with water after placing them on a chair when he undressed. But there was no leak. In the ceiling, or like any
0: other explanation for why there would be water on his clothes? Yeah, was he outside? Was it raining? Um, did he go swimming?
1: Um, I don't. I don't was there think a fountain?
0: So. Was he trying to bathe himself?
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot. I wanted to bathe myself in the fountain. Yeah, I took my clothes off to do that, but I just maybe they couldn't have been wet before I did this. Yeah, so. Um, One employee also reported that kitchen appliance often turned on spontaneously, and a knife flew across the room on its own and broke, and the tip of the knife was never found. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then um, my last really little ghosty bit is that a family on tour captured a thick fog of ectoplasm in a seating area at the bar. And like I said, I couldn't find a whole lot more ghost wise on this yeah but the location is like passed by on ghost tours and stuff and that's how i have this picture for you okay i'm ready so, i like pictures um my uncle showed me this and we were talking because I, I told him i had a paranormally ghosty podcast and he was like oh let me show you this and he also gave me pictures of the LaLori mansion that he passed by oh neat remember that
0: yeah i remember that Okay. Unfortunately, I've heard it on so many podcasts and this podcast.
1: Here's the LaLaurie Mansion to start. Ooh. Ooh, it looks fancy. All right. So here's the picture. Now I'm going to direct your eye to the window with the red blob in it. Yeah. And I'm going to zoom in a little bit. And the time of the night that they were on the tour, the building was closed and no one should be in the building. But there's a weird red light and kind of a weird blob. Yeah. And he said, like, other people were taking pictures, too. So everyone thought it was weird. Yeah, like, other people were necessarily taking pictures, but I don't know if they necessarily all got what he got.
0: What it looks like is it's, like, sort of, like, if you don't zoom in all the way, it looks more defined. It's weird. It is weird. Like, but, like, if you, like, zoom in... It doesn't look like a person's fucking standing there, but if you, like, let it, like, if you let it sit, like, right here, it looks like a person standing there looking out the window. It does. But, yeah, no, that's weird. So, Mm. that kind of is what inspired me to do it because
1: he was like, I have to show you this picture, and I was, like, kind of intrigued. Yeah. So, that is the old Ursuline convent. I might have said the name of the convent wrong. In New Orleans. In New Orleans. But I thought the Louisiana. F- background of it with, like, the vampires and everything were so interesting. Yeah, no, definitely. I read so much about it today, and I wanted to put, like, way more, but I didn't want to just reiterate the same story, like, 12 different times, <laughs>
0: so. I did that with the La Llorona, though,
1: but. <laughs> but yours was all slightly different because the stories were different. Yeah. Like, this one is all similar story, just different ways of how they get to a similar conclusion, <laughs> Yeah. No, that's weird. They're definitely still up there. Oh, for sure, right? Yeah. Maybe that's what that picture is. Yeah. Is that the third floor? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Because it's like the top of the building. How many floors does this building have? Maybe the third floor is technically that roof part. I'm going to Google it. Hang on. Okay. I'm just going to Google a picture of the building. So it looks like the third floor is probably actually like yeah the roof type part maybe okay but who knows um but yeah that's what i had for you i was kind of excited just to show you the picture so <laughs> i was like <laughs> well oh. that's good i'm glad we got it out of the way yeah i wanted to definitely do like,
0: cover some of the area though
1: but that was it that's what i got that's
0: for you. it on our new table new table um had a rough start
1: we talked for like twenty five minutes at the couple of restart. This. Well Theo also wanted to sniff it directly into the microphone. No, he wanted to lick your face. I you know, but he's so
0: precious. <laughs> yeah. So I guess then we'll do it for today. That's it. That's all we got. If you enjoyed our podcast, please rate review and subscribe to the podcast. Please,
1: please, 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 please.
0: share the podcast, tell your friends about the podcast. Please Help us build an audience. You guys have for already done podcast. like so much in sharing. Like our numbers have gotten a lot better recently. Yeah, but, like we want to keep going. Yeah, we want to keep growing. So, if you like us, you can follow us on social media at.
1: You can find us on Twitter at the MF Cast, on Instagram at Marble Forest Podcast, and you can send us your listener stories at Marble Podcast at gmail.com. If you've listened to our listener episode,
0: it was a doozy, and we want to do more of those. Yes, we definitely do. Um, so we're still waiting to accumulate enough stories. Stories. Sorry, I was looking at Instagram. We're looking to accumulate enough stories so that we are able to do another listener episode. So we need your help to, one, spread the word. Yes. About us. And two, write in your stories so we can hear them.
1: Any personal experience you've had that you find is kind of weird or unexplainable, a story that a family member has, those are fun too. We're into the weird stuff. Yeah. And I, a few people have said they're going to write in stories and I'm super excited to hear them. So. Yeah.
0: So write in those stories. Um, we'd like to give a special thanks to Jenna who did our logo um, you can find her on Instagram and Etsy at Agenda. That is A Jenda. And a special thanks to Cameron who did our music and Devin who's not here. And, and you, you guys, because you you're, listen, you listen to our hour of bullshit,
1: and you reply to us on Twitter and Facebook, and you share our stuff, and we appreciate it so so much. Yes. And you also can find us on Facebook, which we forgot to say. Oh, on
0: Facebook.com slash Marvel Forest Podcast.
1: And I think that's it, guys. That is it. Thanks for listening.
0: And we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, don't tempt oh, fate.
1: Oh, I forgot we have taglines. Yo, yeah. <laughs> don't tempt fate.
0: By eating your friends' livestock. And your s- livestock friends. Livestock friends. And Wendigos. Livestock. Bye. Bye.